0: Welcome to Both Down, episode 95, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. From Lubbock, Texas. Yeah, Cowboy? Not not quite yet, but it will be. It will be by the time you listen to this. Probably. Hopefully not. I mean... Just days away. It just depends, Depends. I am Scott Prime, and with me is Steve Killiwoggy Campbell. Howdy, howdy, howdy. That's a nice
1: howdy. I'm a cowboy. I'm a cowboy. Remember, Remember Toy Story? When the shark was in the toy chest and he came out with the hat. Oh, yeah. Howdy, howdy, howdy.
0: Cowboy. Yep. We uh, play Super Show, you know, up up at the shop. Yeah. Already on the tangent from Blood Bowl, but... There is a gentleman named Nick Brewer who's had his own character made and mm-hmm. his name is Lawman Nick. So when he dresses up, he looks just <laughs> like Woody. And that's what I started <laughs> calling him when he started like calling people out. And I was like, yeah. why don't you shut up Woody and all this. And now other people start calling him Woody too. So it's kind of funny. So you run a league and what you do is make fun of people. Who spent at least $500 to create a character. You're dang right I would do. It's pro wrestling. Um, he called me out first yeah i get it (laughs) how you doing buddy doing pretty well and yourself
1: i'm doing okay we're getting an episode out pretty fast yes um
0: and as a result it'll probably be a shorter episode but that's okay um probably still chocked full of content life's starting to kind of go back uphill you know after all the valleys yeah you got yourself a new car i got a brand new car a like brand the new car first time ever in my life i got a brand new car and i'm scared to death to drive it anywhere or to do anything <laughs> with it or anything like that so
1: yeah i remember when we got a new couch and when i was a kid i think i was probably nine or eight or something mm-hmm. and my mom wanted to keep the plastic on it <laughs> and i was like even as a kid i'm like this makes no sense at some point we're going to get this dirty might as well do it now she didn't like that idea
0: I know. Now I understand. Well, of like, course, yeah. Now I know why my parents really never got new cars until after we were out of the house and everything.
1: You will enjoy, well, not enjoy, you'll be put more at ease when you get that first scratch on it.
0: <laughs> I was over at somebody's house tonight and they said the same thing. He's like, I remember my new car got that den in it. Yep. He goes, I was scared to death up to that point. And once I got that done, I was like, Okay, it's done. <laughs> yep, it is. It's like, all right, it's broken. It's,
1: it's like you've got the the shield on in D and D and then as soon as that's
0: broken, you're like,
1: Okay, we're done. <laughs> I'm out.
0: So have you done any blood bowl stuff lately record any like World Cup action you ready for World Cup been you're...
1: recording stuff not ready no you're Never. not ready I won't be ready
0: have you guys like play tested yourself into oblivion where like you're kind of sick of blood bowl not yet? as
1: much as you would think but interestingly I was going back and looking at what I took to World, to a uh, chaos cup last year uh-huh and that was the first tournament that I did my dust devil tryouts okay and that made me realize that I've been doing this for a year
0: You really have been playing the same race
1: for a year? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. But I'm not playing it enough. I'm not getting any better. So
0: (laughs) I don't know what that tells you. So Steve's saying he's better off by not playtesting.
1: I will probably be doing more playtesting next month when I leave my job. Ooh, People don't know, probably. Is this because of World Cup? Partially, yeah. And, And And he
0: hates his job. And I hate my job um steve's and, retiring Yeah, i wish we're gonna make the the blood bowl podcast weekly it's gonna feature mostly steve with some recordings of me and a lot of ads and a lot of ads <laughs> and it might kind of this is kind of like x-men i think like 77 through like <laughs> 93 95. or 95 somewhere yeah. in there Where like it was just Man, reprints of the old episodes. We're just episode. going to do some reprints yeah. of some old ones. Steve's going to come up the front and he's going to talk about this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Both Down Redo 43. Both Down Classic. <laughs> we're going to step back at episode 43.
1: Man, I wish I could retire. I, I don't need a lot of money. So if someone would like to sponsor me maybe a couple thousand a month, I will gladly do a podcast or whatever
0: if you're an attractive older or younger lady who has money that would just like to or sponsor a guy, Steve or I dude mean, i mean
1: money spends either way <laughs> i had a one of the jobs i worked at there was this really flamboyantly out there gay guy uh-huh and he was trying you know first day to harass me just like to you know give me a hard time and he made some comment and i can't remember what it was but Basically, um, I told him, look, dude, I'm not easy, but I am cheap. <laughs> and from that moment on, we were best friends. Oh, that's great. For the two days I worked there.
0: Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. So you guys got caught like up in a romantic like, no, work no. thing, and they said, you guys either had to break up, uh, or one of you has to leave, and you're like, I'm gone.
1: That was working Red Lobster, and I told them exactly the hours I could work, and they made me work the opposite hours and they kept spraying the floor and trying to kill me as i walked so <laughs> um, but no i'm leaving my job and should be going over to your job which is under the same contract so I'm i keep good. my seniority and everything
0: good luck with all that that's and, all i can say
1: yeah um, but that way i will have plenty of time to go on the world cup trip and i'll
0: get some stuff done around the house and have a vacation and then so you're going into semi retirement for a brief period Well, it's not retirement. Well, it kind of is. If you don't have a job... I guess, yeah. ...and you're leaving a job... It's unemployment. (laughs)
1: It's scary, scary unemployment. Well, that's pretty risky, but good luck on that. But luckily, the big deal figures finally got here. This is. This is a big deal. (laughs) It's just... In a lot of ways. uh, Finally. The redo... Should we recap?
0: Go ahead and recap.
1: Okay. So Long intro, it's okay. For oklahoma bowl we did our big deal figure looks awesome gave the studio plenty of time and it got stuck in customs and it came what a week after the swedes left i think or a week after
0: pete left a week after pete left so about it was about three weeks after the tournament right and um you know when you promise stuff like that and then they don't show up and even though you Send the money off and give them plenty and plenty of time.
1: No, it was it was stuck in customs for a month, so I get that. Um, I'm kind of glad though, because if they had shown up, say the day before the tournament, I would have been even more pissed.
0: Because they were a lot of them were broken in shipping.
1: Out of the hundred I got, sixty-one of them were broken wow. in shipping, and none of them were put to the figures are one piece, but there's a case with a sticker. None of the bases or the figures were in the cases. The stickers were not even cut out. Hmm. So that was a hassle. And uh, it took some finagling. But then I got all the ones remade. And they came just this last week. Um, I was putting them in cases today and cutting out the stickers. And I had to go through and put 100 stickers on 100 cases. And, uh, yeah, so I can finally get them to people who are going. So... If anyone listening, and I'm going to be sending out an email, but if anyone listening uh, is owed one from Oklahoma Bowl and is going to Chaos Cup or Lubbock tournaments, let me know, and I'm going to bring them to you. That's cool. And then once I'm sure that everyone there has them, I'll be selling the figure. I'm going to be doing like a pack for the figure, the dice, the tokens, That's cool. everything. That's cool. Like a Oklahoma like, Bowl yeah.
0: 8 pack or something yeah for like that's, 40
1: bucks and then once i get all of those sold um i have the broken ones that i can sell
0: okay that's neat but it's a really cool figure oh it's a great looking figure it uh, really really is i'm glad we finally got those you know many many moons later but hey <gasps> they gave it to us they they did fix the problem so you yeah. know yeah, we move on yep that's neat though um so what blood bowl goodness are we gonna talk about today
1: uh, let's see. We have our finally getting to Blood Bowl Magazine 3. Not the Spike Magazine, but actual Blood Bowl Magazine from 2002
0: mm-hmm. or so. And then we'll talk about. We you know, this is going to be the last podcast until we go up to Chaos Cup and to um, Matador Mat- Melee. Yep. Over in Lubbock, Texas, they're running the their first tournament ever, I guess, at Stormcrow Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're traveling out that way. We wanted to support uh, Dustin and John. Uh, Dustin does a lot of stuff for Oklahoma Ball, so we're headed that way. We wanted to talk about you know what we're taking and maybe the rule set, and just kind of go over that a little bit and you know see what you guys think about that. And the same for Chaos Cup.
1: So yeah. it's essentially two segments this time,
0: and then. We got mm-hmm. shout outs. Yeah, we'll do shout outs. Kind of like a third segment. Sure. <laughs> and um we have a contest winner. Yeah, we do. And I, I know you didn't think we were ever gonna answer the contest, but we do have that. We can do that in shout outs too. Sure, we can do that. So uh anything else you want to cover and joyous there, blood bowl stuff. Is there anything else? Uh, if I anyone, bought, yeah, go ahead. I bought a dwarf scaven pitch today. Today today really yes cool why i think it's like the blood bowl guy in me who's like what if things sold out and they never come back maybe i should get some of these things
1: it's starting to happen on forge world the pride crusaders kit is listed as sold out Mm -hmm. and then the orkland raiders is being
0: listed as almost almost sold out so yeah, I keep thinking there's a local shop that had one and I had I had the extra forty dollars today yeah. and I was like, eh, hey, I'm here. I'll get it. I keep thinking I need to get the rest of the cheerleaders.
1: But they're just so damn expensive.
0: Well, I don't know why you would because you're at least not gonna use those.
1: I'm not gonna use anything
0: I got. I mean I have a fantasy of like really using these pitches someday for some tournament where like you get yeah. sat at that tournament and that's like some special event or something fair but enough i don't know if it'll ever happen
1: probably so. not <laughs> it is nice to have and if we didn't have all the other pitches sure yeah right
0: um, all
1: right but yeah if uh, anyone is needing any blood bowl stuff i do have some almanac and
0: oh yeah you're, you're dice so and stuff. stuff.
1: i got plenty of stuff
0: but. all right well we're gonna get to some a nice juicy fluffy segment And then a nice, juicy tournament segment for you guys. So uh, take a quick break and come right back.
2: Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com.
1: We're back, and we're discussing Blood Bowl Magazine 3 from somewhere around 2002. It doesn't have an exact date on it, but it does state it's 18 months later from the previous one.
0: Well, it does consider that these rules are considered in the 2003 Rules Review Pack.
1: Yeah. So, it says copyrights back in 2002. Further on, it mentions calendar August 2002, so... This had to been summer
0: of 2002. Somewhere has, around there. Has a picture of Nabla Blackwort on the cover? Yeah. Um, I used to know who did those. I can't remember the guy's name. I, I used to know, too, and I can't. His style is very distinct. Yeah. And stands out.
1: He just had some original stuff go on eBay a while back. Oh, yeah?
0: Yeah. Like did you the, get any?
1: Oh, Lord, no. no. No, they were way beyond my price range. Hmm.
0: Inside, on the front cover, like the cover, the inside cover, is the Kimry team. And it tells you who sculpted it. Phil Bowen. Who painted it? I don't know. Uh, Steve Green. Okay. Um, and then it talks about what colors and how they got this effect. And what I find interesting about that is they don't tell us who sculpts anything. And they don't tell us who paints anything.
1: Yeah. I was thinking about that a while back is we don't know who sculpted any of the new stuff I was looking through and you can find like when I was going through this magazine, I actually made a spreadsheet of every time they mentioned someone sculpted something just to kind of see. And yeah, they pretty much always mentioned who sculpted
0: it. It's just different times. I guess. Yeah. And I mean- again,
1: back here, this magazine is not like the new ones. It's not all in fluff. They have some fluff stuff, but it's, the company talking to us as consumers, saying this is new. These are the new rules. These are—it's a whole different
0: tone, for sure. Yeah. Um, I noticed here on page one, the table of contents. They talk about how Andy's going to help out now. It's not just Jervis. Mm-hmm. And they need more people. And so, why was this eighteen months after? Did they just get so busy and overwhelmed. I think. It was, the previous two are much bigger. they well, are, For sure, this one's definitely thinner in yeah.
1: comparison. So I think it was one of those budget downsizing things where they're like, you know, it's doing fine, but it's just costing too much. So they probably put it on the back burner for a while and then redid it
0: as, like there was enough demand to do it. Well, they mentioned Andy Hall. Yeah. He's one of the authors in... The Blood Bowl book, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Same guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Andy's been doing stuff forever. All right. And then they also mentioned that they just had the release of the Camry team, which I find very interesting.
1: Yeah, this is the debut of the Camry team. So it actually goes into... Uh, there's an article, Dim Bones, Dim Bones, Dim Dry Bones, which is the experimental rules for undead teams by Mr. Jarvis Johnson himself. And it brings up the three types of undead teams. Necro, actually, the original names, Necromatic Undead, kemri Undead, and Vampire Undead. Necromatic Undead. Vampire Undead? Come on. Um, kemri is the name of the land, a.k.a. Land of the Dead. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. It does mention ancient Blood Bowl pitches, which still seems odd. What is that? Well, it's it's basically saying in the fluff of the universe, Blood Bowl was played in ancient times of Egypt. Not like NFL. Not the football. It's just... And this was brought up... Oh, uh, I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah.
0: Not like if our future is the old world future. Yeah. Like many people theorize. Yeah. You're saying that the Egyptians are playing some type of blood sport. Essentially, yes. And
1: that's odd to me. Yeah. But um, they are coached by Leech... Is it Leech? It's Lich. Why am I saying Leech? Uh, <laughs> they're coached by Lich Priest. Mike Leech. Yeah. I think that's what I was doing. Mike, <laughs> I they're coached by Mike Leech. <laughs>
0: um, yes, I, a Lich Priest, I guess, is like the guy who... Magically controls these guys.
1: Which makes sense for a fluffy point of view. Sure.
0: Um, This is back when you could get zero to four mummies. Three, five, one, uh, nine with Mighty Blow and Regenerate. Yeah. A lot better than that decay.
1: Oh, yeah. And I remember when we first started playing in the home league. 2001?
0: No, it wasn't that early. Oh, don't let me think. Get out of here, Steve. This is 2001. Um, Uh, It was about 2007, I believe. Something like that. Uh, But it was
1: right at the cusp of the new rules taking over, and you wanted to play a Camry team.
0: But I was too scared they were going to change the rules, and then that would invalidate maybe any possible wins I had, and I didn't want you guys to give me a hard time. Which, they absolutely changed the rules. (laughs) They changed them? I still I still played them once that was done. Yeah. Still won a championship with them. Yeah. Just by a little luck. But um They're they're still a good team. They're still pretty dang good. And
1: they would be so much better if they had Mighty Blow and Regen. Jeez.
0: Yeah. I mean that's uh that's a huge difference. But I'm I'm if I remember correctly, I think Ken Washington won Chaos Cup once or twice. I with them. I know at least so. once. Yeah. And maybe even Spike or something. I thought he had some majors under his belt playing his team. I think they were called the Desert Kings mm-hmm. at the time. And um I'm assuming sure, I'm assuming it was under these rules. Oh, I'm
1: sure, yeah. Another interesting thing is they do have Blitz Raws and Throw Raws. Blitz Raws are god of strength and speed. Throw God of keen eyesight and accuracy. But their power comes from the helmets they have. Oh, interesting. So in the old models, they actually have different types of helmets. So right, it makes one, sense.
0: The blitzers are kind of like the alligator looking head, mm-hmm. like skull head. And then the throwers have the eagle head. Yeah. Or vulture or whatever it is. But they
1: also have the big tall hats. So, Oh. And then the blitzers have the dome short hats. Hats? So, those are helmets. Same thing. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we're talking about the same thing. Well, yes, but I'm saying that you were saying those skulls were different. I'm saying the actual helmets are
0: different as well. Oh, okay. I'm calling them skulls. You're calling them helmets. I got you.
1: Well, no, they have different skulls, too, because one is bird and one is a crocodile. They have helmets on top of those skulls.
0: Okay, well the models don't have the helmets that attach to those skulls is what I'm telling tell you. Oh, they don't do they? Mm-mm. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, you you're kind of an idiot sometimes. It's okay. Huh. You have so many Kimry teams. You would... I can't fault you for getting all your models mixed I up. I only have one Kimry team. Oh, see, I was trying to help you out here, but...
1: No. No, I'm trying to think. You're right. Yeah, they have those... That is interesting. It mentions that power comes from the helmets, but they don't have helmets.
0: Eh, maybe it's the same the embodiment of a helmet or whatever. But okay. I, I still like the fluff. Yeah. Um I like the fact that back then the blitz Raws for ninety K were six three three seven. Yeah. Regenerate block. That's a big difference. And then the throwers were five three three seven. Regenerate your sure hands pass. Jeez. So for ninety k, so much better. Team. I would take a three agility blitz raw with one less armor any day of the week. Oh
1: yeah, and your sure hands throw raw has three agility now.
0: Mm-hmm. I take that for some ADK.
1: Oh yeah, I, I prefer <clears throat> the new team, but <laughs> can I can I have this
0: one just no, me? No. Interestingly enough, they could not use wizards. That's because the lich king or lich, lich prince priest whatever yeah. prince. He was the magic guy in town. He was not going to have any other magician around.
1: Yeah, but when wizards are kind of an integral part of the game back then. Well, yeah, but still, it was just interesting. They had four mummies, dude. Yeah, you didn't you didn't need anything more than that. <laughs> um, and then they go into Necromatic undead, which introduces the flesh golems. Did you
0: notice the skeletons are thirty k instead of forty k? For the tomb kings or the. For the Kimri. Kimry? No, yeah. it didn't. Yeah, they're 30 K. Huh. So they're five, three, two, seven with regenerate for thirty K. Yeah, that's a thirty K. <laughs>
1: that's a much better team all around. If I could go back in time,
0: yeah. Play
1: me some Kimmeri. If I could turn back <laughs> I'm sure everybody's
0: playing Kimry back then though. Oh
1: yeah. Um, yeah, so Necro, they interestingly enough, do not have skeletons. They only have zombies.
0: Alright, hold on, let me catch up with you. Okay. Oh, they do. They only have zombies, ghouls, whites, flesh golems, and a werewolf. But you can only get one. Mm hmm. I kind of prefer them only having access to one. One werewolf? Yeah. Two werewolves is really good. I I'm not I'm not gonna disagree with you. Right. Two werewolves are really good. Um you said interesting enough enough they can only get zombies. A mm-hmm. real necro team only can now. What are they called? Not, they're not shambling. De- the shambling, shambling undead. undead can choose between skeletons and Oh, zombies, that's right. I forgot. But the necromatic team, whatever its fancy new name God. is, which I can't even remember. Necromatic undead, I think. Okay. I think they went back to this. Okay. They can only get zombies.
1: You're right. I don't play them enough to rem- remember that.
0: Zombies are also only 30K at this time. Are they 40K now? Yeah, they're 40K now.
1: The only thing that's 30, so what is it? Snotlings are 20, Halflings are 30. 30. Uh huh. And then the lowest base lineman outside of Stunty is
0: 40. To my knowledge, just makes sense.
3: Right off my head.
0: Thralls are even 40, so. Yeah. Golly zombies for 30K, though.
1: They do have a nice little did-you-know. Tom O'Landry resurrected the Middenheim Maulers of Blood Bowl 5 to win Blood Bowl 6 after they had a flying carpet accident. Oh, that's nice. And I think the next up we have Pick and Mix, which is experimental rules for allies and mixed race teams.
0: I like it. I've, I've always... I've always hated and enjoyed mixed race teams. I'm not really hated. That's that's like a strong word. I feel like everybody, I feel like young Scott thought the idea of a mixed race team was really cool. Yeah. But he also didn't want every team to be a mixed race team because then they're not as unique and cool as.
1: Yeah. Then everything is just kind of a
0: hodgepodge of crap. Right.
1: Yeah. No, I get that.
0: And I, th- even though like when Dungeon Bowl came around, I was so excited because every team was a mixed race team, and I was like, "Yay!" This yeah, gives yeah, but me, that was a whole different. Gives me an excuse to play all these different races. Yeah. Without coming up with an excuse to play all the mixed race teams,
1: <laughs> makes sense. It mentions Magnus the Piles, which has to be a reference to something. I don't know. Twenty four ninety nine created old world warlords. They were made of human halflings. Dwarves and elves um, so the way it worked, you'd have a base roster with and then a list of allied races and a list of big guys.
0: right. I think you rolled randomly if I remember right to see like what you could get really well, well maybe no maybe I'm thinking of second edition right? okay.
1: So the base roster lineman spots were zero to twelve of one and the other zero to four. Then your allied races, you could buy two linemen from race or one okay. positional.
0: So I, b- I believe in second edition they had rules for like what you had is your main race, your secondary race, and your uh tertiary tertiary race. Okay. And you could roll and you could get like one to two of the tertiary races oh, okay. and stuff like that. So I think that's where I'm getting that. What I find interesting is like, you know, you have three options here. Mm-hmm. You, did you already say that you had the Lustrian option? No, oh, I, I didn't sure. go into the option. You didn't yet. Get to it. I was just
1: breaking down the uh, the base rosters with the linemen, then the allied, and then you have big guys, which are normal rules and can't use a reroll. Okay. So if you want to, you can break down what sure. the actual
0: rosters are. Well, let's go. Chaos pack teams. So these are the what you think would be like the normal Chaos pack teams of today. You have Chaos Marauders. They're 50K with 6337, but they also come with block. Yeah. How different not- Chaos Pack teams would be. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yes. Uh, they also come with four Chaos Beastmen, 0 to 4, um, 60K, 6338 with horns. And their allied races could be Orc, Skaven, Dark Elf, Goblin, Chaos, Norris. And their big guys could be a Minotaur, Ogre, Troll. And their rerolls were 90K. 90K. That's
1: crazy. Really crazy. But yeah, that's basically where Chaos Pack came from.
0: Um, the Old World teams. So this was like the Champions of Law. This is the good version of your Chaos Pack. You could get zero to twelve human linemen for fifty k. Nothing's changed there. Six three three eight. You can get four dwarf longbeards. There's seventy k. Four three two nine. Block tackle, thick skull their re-rolls are 80k i guess they really wanted to you know send home like, these guys shouldn't get along too yeah. well that's how they base work. the prices of
1: re-rolls back then is really just on how well the team works together
0: which really that's what it's always supposed to represent yeah. it's just like com- camaraderie how well we're going to work together as a team and that's
1: how they justify dwarves being 50k when right. really come on screw them
0: dwarves get along great they do but they're so damn cheap <laughs> uh allied races for the old world teams is human dwarf high elf halfling and wood elves
1: then your big guys are ogre and tree man mm-hmm.
0: so i'm thinking
1: about you know i've, I've had the bright crusaders kit uh-huh. from the forge world
0: why would you open those now that they're going to be out of print
1: well i bought a i bought a lot from someone Okay, and i bought it because he had that and was it the orkland raiders kit okay um with the base set, so I got both. They're already opened. Oh, okay. So I was trying to think of a way to use them since you know there's only eleven. I don't really want to buy another case, so I thought about doing a Champions of Law team. There you go. So then, I could use the ogre and a tree man, and the ogre would be basically the basically a dude oh chaos Pact version of it. Right. And so my ogre would be the marauders ogre. would be my you know pride crusaders. Uh-huh. Yeah, the ogre would be the ogre. The tree man would be the troll. And then for the minnow, I can use my uh, unicorn. Yeah. But I want to use all new edition figures. Except for the minnow. The... I'm sure as hell not paying 70 bucks for a damn tree man.
0: Well, you could. So, I mean, you're going to.
1: I'll figure something out.
0: Aren't you going to go to, when you go to, on your World Cup trip, aren't you stopping in England? To no. Go? Not at all? No. No? No, it would have been nice, but no, okay. we're just flying I thought into at one point, at one point in the early stages yeah. of this, that was talked about. Okay, in the early
1: stages when we had grand designs of gallivanting around, right, backpacking
0: across Europe with your mm-hmm. with your other little friends. So instead of doing that, we're kind of smoking just smoking weed, going to Austria, just hooking up with chicks, then going to Italy, and right. then coming back, doing some drugs. Hmm. Right. You're not Ooh. doing
1: any of that now. No, we'll still do the chicks and the drugs. Okay, so backpacking, uh, basically. Basically, okay. My plan is to take a backpack and not much more, right? And then ship stuff to Just the
0: clothes on your back. No, I have a backpack full of clothes. That's where your weed is. Oh, and your condoms for chicks. Oh. I You're think you be- can you can buy both over there. Okay, you can buy all three over there. Done, done. Um, yeah. <laughs> back to <laughs> the magazine. Uh, Lustrian teams seventy k rerolls. They do have 70k Rios. They're the team that will work together the most.
1: Which um, makes sense.
0: Amazon Line Women, 50k, 6337 Dodge, and then Lizard Men Skink, 60k, 8237 Dodge and Stunty. So and those they're... none of that's changed, really. No, not really. And their allied races would be other Amazon positionals, Lizard Men, Norse, and then the Crocsigor and the Ogre. This makes perfect sense. Yeah,
1: because the <coughs> Norse went to Lustria, founded it. And mm-hmm. Yeah. So I really like that.
0: Yeah, these are kind of fun, actually.
1: Uh, it does say that, unfortunately, the Allies failed to make the cut for the 2001 Blood Bowl Rules Committee. So these were a way to sort of bring them back.
0: Yeah, these were to give everybody the knowledge and then say, you decide if you want to use them or not. Yeah.
1: Uh, we do have a shout out for for I,
0: lo- I love that there's, you know, we can't go to Blood Bowl podcast without talking about Pete Nifton's art. Sure. It's, it's all throughout here. Oh, yeah. A lot of the old second edition stuff's throughout here. Well, this is fourth edition. I know. Oh, second just, edition stuff. I'm saying, yeah, that's Second what edition art is yeah. throughout all of this.
1: Um, Milo Sharp does get a shout out. Says, uh, he's part of the World Cup Committee, so I just want to bring it up. He came up with the idea of taking positional, but others had to be linemen. So I thought that was kind of neat. He's still in the game.
0: Oh, for these
1: rules. Yeah. He came up with part of the rules, but he's also part of the Ru- Blood Bowl uh,
0: World Cup committee in Austria. All right. Well, then I have many questions for you, Mr. Sharp. That <laughs> We could get him on. He, we were going to get him on for the World Cup report, but just been busy. I, I'm I'm glad everybody, and I wish at times my life was different just long enough for me to go to the World Cup. Yeah but i'm telling you what i don't want to play in that tournament based on the rule sets i don't want to play in that tournament i get it but um other than that yeah it sounds like a fabulous trip and it will be a, you guys will have an amazing time oh yeah for sure um or die trying <laughs> you're going to come back <laughs> with something
1: yeah i mentioned something about dying on the trip and to phil boneruck uh huh and he's like you can't die at least you know not when Scott can get to your stuff before I can. Oh. I'm like, yeah, fair enough.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll have Phil arrested. Yeah. There's many things that like if I die first, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to step in and not be greedy and really help sell like my good stuff. And then you can probably take some of the Blood Bowl stuff oh, and, yeah. and payment for it. But anyways. I, I should even get into this <laughs> because like lately I've been like i have they'll
1: <laughs> say sadly i had that real conversation with someone recently and it's not I, fun. I have too i had <laughs> that
0: with jennifer about like you know if i die i have one of these in my comic collection so don't sell it for like a dollar at a garage sale
1: no I, I had it with our buddy brian who's going through stage four cancer well, so it was
0: oh with him Yes, yeah, it was like a, a
1: legit conversation about it yeah so fun fun yeah so yeah, if you have stuff that's valuable, let someone know that when you die, <laughs> someone needs to sell them for the right amount.
0: <laughs> well, you just you know you're never gonna get full value for a Blood Bowl team or You're never gonna get full value for anything. But you gotta f- at least be patient enough yeah. to find somebody who desires it so they're gonna give you a fair value. Yeah.
1: So absolutely. Uh, next we come to an interesting little thing called the fans are on the pitch. They're fun house rules by Carl and Matt Brown. And this is essentially it's replacing the handicap table roll with a crowd roll. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, you would have your handicap and then you roll on the table to see what type of inducements you get. You didn't right. have a set amount.
0: You came you brought your team of one million gold pieces and I had a team of one point two million gold pieces. Mm-hmm. And then we'd look on this chart, and it might say, oh, you deserve three rolls because you're at a handicap. Yeah. You're not as good as so-and-so's team. And you'd randomly roll what they are. And it Mm -hmm. could be like, oh, I got a bribe. And then your next roll is, oh, cool, I got a wizard. And the next one could be like, oh, man, I got another bribe. Yeah. Because like I don't foul. And yet I got two random bribes. Everything was random back then. It was a pretty big chart from what I remember. Yeah. And we only used it a few times during that period, but it's kind of, in some ways it was kind of neat because it took out you second guessing yourself on what to pick. For sure. So
1: Yeah, you didn't have to worry about that. So the options are option one, uh, you replace a handicap table roll with a crowd roll. Option two, both coaches get one or even at the start of the half, not sure, you know, just kind of depending, however you want to do it. And then option three was have a lot more. So, it's basically allowing you to choose how crazy how you want to... How into the... Yeah. Okay. Because you, you could use this as a replacement for the handicap. You can use it just to add a little bit of variety to the game. Or you can use it to have a batshit crazy game.
0: <laughs> well, it is Blood Bowl. I mean... Like...
1: Exactly. So, uh, we'll go through these. There's, you know, 2 to 12, like a regular kickoff table.
0: So, to clarify these, these go... You believe that these these roles happen right at kickoff? I believe so.
1: It doesn't f- like flat out state that it's at kickoffs, but it has to be.
0: All right. Well, it's kind of weird. Let's just read through these things, and I'm sure we'll figure out where they kind of fit in. Sure. All right, Steve. So I'm kind of curious about these events, but at the same time, there's like six pages that we could read out loud. Or yeah. you've broken these down to simple things. So I'm going to give you the number. Okay. And then you're going to tell me, like, the simple version of what it is. Sounds good. Ready? Sure. Number two, into the crowd. Uh, basically, you roll a D6 for each player.
1: On a one, they go into the crowd and teach them a lesson. Oh, so uh-huh.
0: the they, fa- fans are rowdy. They're heckling them. They've yeah. had enough of their crap. So they go into the reserves for that drive. To represent them going in the crowd and beating them up. Mm-hmm. All right. Number three, ejected. Essentially, this one's basically as if a streaker
1: comes onto the field and then the officials take him down and then the officials are too busy for the drive. So for that drive, the refs Did are gone. Get the ref. Well, you don't get a bribe. So okay, it distracts the ref. All right. Uh, autogra- Number four is autograph hunter. So a fan goes onto the field to hound the favorite player. You place a figure in the tackle zone to follow them. That player is minus one strength and agility and can't use skills. You get rid of him by signing something, which is an agility roll. Um, it's for it's so fucking crazy. Uh, agility roll equals one for opposing tackle zones, and you get a bonus reroll. On a one, they sign a contract with the opposing team by accident. So wow. essentially, you got to do an agility roll to get away from them. And if you roll it, and you roll a one... Yeah. They signed a contract with the opposing team by accident. And I think you go to the opposing team. Good lord. It's so weird. You could also punch their lights out. You hit and roll injury. If you get doubles, the... The treated as a zero... uh, Oh, if you get doubles, your fan factor is treated as zero, and it's permanent minus one after the game. Oh. So you piss off the fans. Oh. Uh Number five, cheerleaders. Cheerleaders go on the field. They cannot hold the ball, but can do other stuff. Um, oh, yeah, they're cheerleaders, dude. <laughs> and then, then they can be casualied or killed. Okay. Which I guess is so perfectly just...
0: fine if you kill the the cheerleaders.
1: Hmm.
0: Number six, the mascot, which I'm assuming is the same thing.
1: Well, kind of. You put the mascot in the end zone. You casualty it, not push it off, and you get a re-roll. If the mascot is casualty, that team has fan factor treated as zero.
0: Nice. Um, seven, match ball collector. This is Steve if balls were <laughs> pops. <laughs>
1: uh, a collector comes on to steal the ball and tries to make off with it. If they do, you re-kick off as before, and now every kick has a thorough rock because the crowd is annoyed and not afraid of Blood Bowl players. Hmm. Uh, number eight, Streaker. Yeah, so this one, your Streaker actually stays on the field and runs around. Whoever's half he's in can't use rerolls.
0: He can be injured to send off. It ends at the end of the drive. So, how, do you move him randomly through like a the scatter template? I'm I, assuming. I don't know. Okay. I, we'd have to go into the five pages of text to figure it out. <laughs> All right, number
1: nine, Hot Dogs. <laughs> Moves like a ball and chain, no blocking, and at the end of the move, roll D6. On a one, he leaves the field. The hot dog vendor, because he's out of dogs. Okay. Move by the coach who just finished the move or his turn. Any player except a ball carrier who's adjacent can't do anything but eat. May use a reroll to counteract the influence. So essentially, this is kind of like the, the uh, handmobile that mm. I did. Where he's just causing a spiky cup, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just annoying. <laughs> number ten, the reporter. A random team has a random player interviewed. They can't do anything. No tackle zones. They can try to wrap up the interview by an agility roll, or you can just punch them. Can play as normal next turn. Punch is looked down upon, and team loses one fan factor permanently.
0: All right, number eleven, groupies.
1: The player with the most star player points on the field is surrounded. Groupie models fill all available adjacent spaces. You roll a d6. Uh, You subtract. It's strength minus the roll equals how many groupies leave. At the end of turn one, at the end of the turn, one leaves no matter what.
0: So they go and distract this guy for a couple plays. It's kind of neat. It's just just weird. Typical GW by (sighs) saying like, you need some groupie models. You can, and yet we never sold them. So. <laughs> we didn't sell them. You can get them at Forge World for $40 a piece. <laughs> uh, to be fair, you get a pack of three for 65 Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, number 12, Team Photo.
1: The team with the lowest team rating may completely reset the opposing team in any way they desire, as long as it's legal and each player is at least one square away <laughs> from each other.
0: <laughs> I love this. excuse me guys we need a team photo real quick we're trying to play a game no 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 no. we just need a quick photo really quick and uh uh, mr overwald can you move over here yeah mr (laughs) zuck can you go scoot back one step tilt your glasses blah 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 i like this Uh, so you get to set them up i'm I'm feeling a spiky cup here steve where some of these can get altered to fit in today's rules
1: there are some of these that i've are almost exactly like the stuff I've used before, <laughs> which is interesting. I'm, I'm starting to like this. So, in addition to all this stuff, you have fan fatalities. Uh, when going into the crowd, a player rolls a d6 and adds their strength. That's how many fans they killed. If you're holding a weapon, you roll 2d6 plus strength. It's nothing extra, it's just some fun stat taking. But you know how we see on the cards about how many fans someone's mm-hmm. killed. That's how you do it. You can do ref fatalities. When a player is sent off, you roll a d6. On a six, they have, quote unquote, have words with ref and ends his career. The ref gets replaced in the game. Again, it's just for fun.
0: Interesting.
1: Uh, they do give you an idea of how to make some fan models. So
0: that's pretty neat. No, I, I did like that, actually. I, you know seeing that part Mm -hmm. it really makes me they're not going to but you know like when those spike magazines come out you could have a page in there or they could just release like a digital file of hey we're coming out with the wood elves Mm -hmm. and if you'd like some coaching staff you could do this we suggest this model from the age of sigmar line and you could alter it with this and you know yeah absolutely because they they did that a lot back then yeah you know, have,
1: kind of cross-promote the different uh-huh. lines.
0: And you never know if and you they, plant that seed with somebody else who grabs a an Age of Sigmar model, yeah. or a 40k model, and they get into both. Or really, they just go into the 40k, which they want make, you to do. They'll make, make more, a lot money. more money.
1: right? As much as we complain about prizes for Blood Bowl. Ooh.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't know why they don't do some of that. Maybe they don't need to, but I think some people would actually enjoy the suggestions. Oh, absolutely. So,
1: But again, that would kind of break the fourth wall of what they're doing now. Because they're keeping everything so much in universe that they don't even mention. It's so weird. I don't know. Oh, all right. Uh, then we get to the Coach's Corner.
0: So, yeah, we got coaches' Corners on page 20 of the magazine. And this is just letters, right? Is it?
1: Yeah. Uh there's one guy, Jarko Subinen from Sweden. He tells about his twenty something player group. That twenty there's, tw- there's over twenty players in his group. But nobody plays dwarves because they suck. <laughs> but he gives an idea of a rune sti- uh, excuse me, a rune smith instead of their alchemist. Which I thought was kind of interesting.
0: hmm So they couldn't do wizards they had an alchemist.
1: hmm And this guy gave some additional like a runesmith instead. That's cool. That was cool. interesting
0: little stuff. I wonder if Jarco is friends with, you know, Anders and any of the Swedes we know. Honest.
1: Yeah, maybe. Never know. Uh, let's see. Then we got an interview with Griff by Jock Strap.
0: Oh, that's a. Did he come from Slurpcast? <laughs> no, this was <is>
1: before then. <laughs>
0: But yeah, <laughs> I know. But it doesn't sound very much like a cast thing. It does. Yeah, <laughs> we got an interview later today <laughs> with a Jock Strap, and then Extreme would be like,
2: "Oh,
1: sounds fine." Um, we've got the popular Ask Lord Borak. Yeah. Uh, then there's last words of some reporters,
0: which is basically just this is more fluff. It's kind of it reminds me of the. You know, the um, the fancy deaths that they have in the Spike mm-hmm. magazine. What is yeah. it called? Grave Call or whatever it's called. We should know. This. Call Out Your Dead. I don't know what it's called. I don't remember. I know. We've only yeah.
1: we only talked it's about every single one of them. Right. right. Very multiple. Every time. Coffin
0: Corner. Coffin Corner. There yeah, you because
1: go. it's like a coffin kick in the right. corner. Okay. Anyways. And that's then, what this reminds me of. Yeah. So. And the back cover is just a, a joke. Halfling magazine called Exploded.
0: But it's awesome. It's awesome. They have a a female who's not super thin. <laughs> I'm just saying she's not a typical... She's not someone you'd expect. She's not the... the... She, she looks kind of like a halfling cheerleader would look. She's thick. That sounds mean, but... No, yeah. it's not mean. She's not ugly. I'm just saying that she's not like... Sure.
1: No, I think it's one of the staff from the, the magazine, probably.
0: Oh, well, still, it's cool. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm saying it's, it works really well. Yeah. what I'm trying to get. I, I really mean to give like <laughs> props, because they could have easily got some tiny little thin girl. Oh, sure. Ultra thin Paying girl. Pay 20 with, bucks and put on with, this sexy you know, costume, yeah. Right. It's not a typical cosplayer. Yeah. But it actually is more of a cosplay, because this fits like halflings even better. Mm-hmm. But still... I don't feel like it's the white, trash, crazy, greedy halflings. No, not at all. But um, we can argue about that later. But anyways, it, I think it's really cool. It also has uh, Big Jobo Harryfoot is mentioned on the cover of that really? magazine. Uh-huh. Huh, that's cool. Um, I wish this was a real magazine. When I first saw this, I was like, this would be awesome if this was real.
1: I wonder if we're missing a pun on the name or something. Exploded? Yeah, like if it's a reference to some British magazine. It could. I
0: mean, yeah. It could Maybe be. it's like exposed or. I don't know. I don't know? I don't know either on that. And then the back just has a table of contents kind of again. Just talks about what's in here and shows some models. Pretty basic. It's a fun little magazine. It is. And again, on the back, you know, it shows the models of a Kimri team. Yeah playing a dwarf team, while in the inside cover was a kemri team playing a wood elf team. What's interesting is, is you will never, ever see a picture like this again in any type of GW thing because notice how the models aren't flocked in the back picture on the dwarf team? Oh, wow. They're not. Yeah. And in the inside cover, the wood elves are not flocked. They're bases. GW would never publish anything like that again. No. Because they want the, you know, the best model look from the best angle. But it does make the Camry
1: team stand out. It does. Maybe that's
0: the reason, but. No, I think it was just people on staff and they put yeah. this together. Anyways, I just think it's cool.
1: Well, that's issue three. Um it's a much
0: smaller magazine now. Still fun. It's fun. I still think for the most part, the new Spike magazines have just as much good fluffiness to them. Oh, for sure. Um, if you like experimental rules, these are really cool too though. Um
1: Yeah, that kickoff table is better than what we gave it credit for because like I said, there's a lot
0: there. Oh yeah, yeah. Um I think it helps that there's a lot of familiar art in these. It it feels so much tinier though compared to those first two. Mm-hmm. Those three fifty. 350 is that three no we pay 15 bucks now for a magazine well Ugh. times have changed i mean steve this is yeah. a lot less pages this is 24 pages yeah it's also less quality and all that i get it but <laughs> well that's because they're not reusing a bunch of art now
1: Hell, yeah anyways <laughs>
0: anyways this is pretty cool um i can't believe you only have one copy of these steve
1: why why would i have more i don't need more
0: you have copies of everything else in Blood Bowl.
1: I don't usually have duplicates of stuff,
0: dude. What? How many? How many orc teams do you have right now?
1: Well, that's different. Uh, how many? I don't have any duplicates of the orc teams, though. Uh, okay. Uh, well, Stardust sets—that's different <laughs> because this they came
0: with the box. You need to have two I... copies of every one of these magazines.
1: There's no need. It's your need. job. All I got to
0: do is hold out till you die, and then my Blood Bowl collection goes up. Oh, okay. Really huge. Well, this is true, yeah. So, you're going to have to come fight me, Phil, if you want Steve's Blood Bowl collection. Round one. I'll get all my artwork back that Steve has in his studio. That's true, yeah. (laughs) All right. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back.
1: Okay, we're back. We're going to talk about some tournaments. First off, is Matador Melee in Lubbock,
0: Texas? August, Yeehaw! August. 17th. Wait, that's not what a Matador does, does he? Ole. Yeah, yeah. Ole, ole. Yeah. Toro, Toro, or something like mm-hmm. that. Is Toro. that wrong? Yeah, Toro. Does Toro mean bull? Yeah. Are you sure? Well, let's. Pretty sure. Let's look. For,
1: Toro means bull.
0: Okay. Like uh, I was like, there's no reason me, so, it's not. But no, I know. But like, what if we were wrong? Yeah, it would have been bad. So, it's Matador Melee. Yeah. So you asked me, where does that name come from? Since we're going to Lubbock, Texas, mm-hmm. and I asked Dustin Parsons, who's as we mentioned before, always helps us in Oklahoma. Isn't John running it? John's actually running it. Dustin's helping. Oh, I should ask John. Well, I don't know, because Dustin, I guess, was talking to me. So you don't like John is what we're hearing. Pretty much I don't like John. Okay. He said it was based off the rabid fans for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Okay. And that's where we got the melee and matador and stuff like that, I guess. Do they dress up as bullfighters? I don't know. Huh. I didn't really go into that. Okay. It made me think, like, why isn't this called, like, Raider Rally? But then again, I'm thinking, like shut up dude it's not your tournament yeah I like Raider Rally though you, you don't have to like organize anything I know. you just get to go and enjoy yeah so I just thought okay fine it, it's nice to go to a tournament like that so this is a tournament with 1.1 million build and you get 150 in additional skills if you heard a noise I
1: just knocked my mouse off the computer desk but yeah, yeah that's really crazy if you didn't hear a
0: noise I didn't do that right because that would be really lame Yeah, Um, it's one point one million build plus one hundred and five K in skills. You can take fan favorite for 20 K on one person. Mm -hmm. You cannot stack skills and you can only take the same three, the same skill three times up to three times. Right. So only three blocks or three guards or something like that fan factor is a big deal in this tournament you can stack skills by the way
1: you may not assign more than two skills to any single player what yeah
0: oh (laughs) god you
1: said that and i'm like wait a minute okay let me go look at my roster i'm pretty sure i'm doing that so
0: oh lord this scott might need to redo his roster now i really might change my team now and i'm not (laughs) joking (laughs) Jeez. oh Uh, i had this deep conversation with gary like less than a week away wow Read the skill packets, folks, multiple times sometimes, and talk to other people about them. Okay. Well, what's unique about this tournament is is they have uh, their own kickoff table, which is not that unique, really. I mean, it's different, right? But they're keeping track of fan factor.
1: I really like this. I even went my out of my way to tell John I liked it. Did you know where you are? You looking at it now? Where you could tell people how to. So, fan factor. Over the course of the tournament, certain events will increase your team's fan factor permanently for the duration of the tournament. Your team's fan factor will be used for tiebreakers in the tournament standings, and an award will be given to the team with the highest total fan factor at the end of the tournament. Your team's fan factor will increase by one each time one of the following events occurs. Your team scores a touchdown. Your team causes a casualty via foul, secret weapon, stab, or crowd push and your team wins or draws a match interesting it really
0: is yes i like it and you can have fan favorite on one of your guys
1: yeah which i mean
0: and you can start with fan factor up to eight yeah
1: so really this sounds like um a goblin team's gonna win
0: well they're gonna win the fan favorite favorite award. award sure right um that's what it sounds like to me so i'm not worried about it what i was going to tell you like several times before we recorded tonight because i wanted to talk about this is like i'm really torn on like do i just build my team or do i play into this kickoff table that could result in like some of the things in the kickoff table are very kind of normal but there is a few of them where like if you win the role you could hand your guy a chainsaw for the for the duration of until there's a you know touchdown or end of half there's all sorts of things that can kind of crazy stuff that can happen and I don't know if I want to play into this or not because it would be difficult to think like a Wood Elf team yeah have zero fan factor in first round you play like like my team's built with seven right you know seven fan factor yeah well there's a good chance that like by rolling the dice I can double you up and then when it comes Easily. to those kickoff results, maybe it's pretty game-changing and swingy. I I don't know. Well, this... I don't know what to do is what I'm saying. Like, there's there's a segment where I go, oh, I'm going to get rid of tackle yeah. on this guy and put fan favorite, and I'm going to cut this player and have, you know, seven fan factor. And then there's other times where I'm like, no, re-roll's more important. I'm going to go with that third re-roll instead.
1: So this comes down to one of the main issues that, You know, kind of gets brought up, but we've never directly addressed, I don't think. When tournaments have odd rules like this, the kickoff table, it is possibly game-changing or, hell, any of the tournaments I usually run.
0: Well, it's even more game-changing now that I find out you can stack skills with two players, right? But
1: then do you build based off the team that you want to play or The team you're good with or do you build off of the tournament tournament? yeah and that's a really good question and not something we've ever brought up
0: before no it's it's really difficult um yeah and it's i think it
1: just depends on the tournament so for this one do you want to go through the kickoff table
0: yeah i'll go through it really quick some of these are kind of long they don't need to be long but they're trying to really make sure they're thorough
1: oh you have to be thorough when you're playing with against me okay Uh, a kickoff
0: table if you roll a two hold them back to contain the crowd stadium security puts up barriers between the action on the field and the bleachers for the rest of the game if a player unless thrown by a teammate or bouncing ball would cross the sideline or in line it stops in the square adjacent to the boundary if it's a bouncing ball in the same square as a player, scattered again until so basically um, you just can't, not,
1: you can't be pushed out of bounds. Same as yeah, that's type. basically what yeah.
0: it is. Um, number three, smuggled weapon. Each coach rolls a d six and adds their fame. The winning coach, or both in this case of a tie, chooses a player on the team and either the chainsaw plus secret weapon skills or the stab skill. The player or players gain the skills for the rest of the game.
1: Yeah. And again, so this is again one of those things, but it is a D six. So it is even if you had fan favorite and plus two, you could still lose it. You could. So I, I mean, don't.
0: Obviously, odds it are better. Kind of swings you. Um, number four, clear the path. The receiving team chooses one player to make a blitz action before the ball comes down. Yeah. The player gains the horns frenzy and no hand skills until the end of the next turn.
1: So doesn't have anything to do with fan factor no it, that it, one doesn't and uh, you can't score with it so that, uh,
0: number five quick snap just like the rule book additionally if this result is chosen being dueling crowd chance the kicking coach rolls a d6 and d8 again so there's something that comes yeah it's on the seven. um number six bounty gate if this is a result choose Chosen via dueling crowd chance, the receiving team gains one, a team reroll or one bribe. Otherwise, each coach rolls a D3 and adds their fame and the number of assistant coaches on their team. The coach with the higher roll, or if both tied, gains a bribe. Yeah, so again, it's a bribe. It's not that huge. But it is because every time you foul and create a casualty, your fame goes up. Not disagreeing. I'm
1: just saying, in the greatest... To greater terms of decision-making.
0: I, I don't think the kickoff table is overpowerful. I don't want no. to seem that way, but I no, sure I'm would just, hate to get No, I'm just trying bugged. to say we go
1: through these to see if it matters to play to okay, the fan factor. Okay.
0: Number seven, dueling crowd chance. Each coach rolls a D3 and adds their fame to the roll. If the kicking team's result was higher, the kicking team's coach may choose to modify the kickoff roll result by adding up to their fame modifier and applying the results on the table. If the receiving team's result was higher, the receiving team coach may choose to modify the kickoff roll result by subtracting up to their fame modifier and applying the result on this table.
1: Yeah. So that, that explains the mm-hmm. other
0: ones. If the result is tie or the coach with the higher result does not choose to modify the result, make a new role on the weather table and reply the results.
1: Yeah. Not a big
0: deal. Number eight, distracting cheerleaders if this result goes into that again. Otherwise, each coach rolls D3 and adds their fame and the number of cheerleaders on their team. The coach with a higher re-roll gains a re-roll. Yeah. Not so, huge. No, not at all. Number nine, perfect defense just like the rule book. Additionally, if this is the result of chosen by a dueling crowd chance, the kicking team rolls the D6 and D8 again. Uh, The player may choose to apply the results as if they had the kick skill as the second scatter before rearranging their team. Yeah, so not a big deal. Number 10, crowd noise. For the next turn, players on the receiving team that declare an action other than a block must roll a d6. If the result is 1, the player hesitates and his MA is reduced to 1 for this action. Okay, nothing to do with fan factor? No, that's... Yeah, it's it's, pretty annoying. It is annoying, but nothing to do with fan factor. No. Eleven, crowd-fueled frenzy. For the remainder of the drive, each team's fame is added to armor rolls during their foul action. Additionally, each team's fame is added to any argue-the-call rolls until the next roll on this table.
1: Yeah, that one
0: is a big deal.
1: Because you get plus two there... It can be pretty bad. I broke
0: your armor. Now I'm going to plus two to it.
1: And, you know, not going to get called out because
0: Mm -hmm. I rolled a four. Plus two of this. Yeah, Yeah. Twelve. We can't hold them any longer. The crowd's frenzy. Did we do 11? That was 11. What was 10? Crowd noise. That's the one where they had to roll the one.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. I wasn't paying attention.
0: That's all right. 12, we can't hold them any longer. The crowd's frenzy compels them to encroach on the field to get close to the action. All squares adjacent to the sideline count as out of bounds for the rest of the game. Any subsequent rolls, roles, 2 or 12 on this table for the remainder of the game are treated as pitch invasion. Sure. So the, okay. crowd, the field gets smaller.
1: And pitch invasion matters for the fame as well. Mm-hmm. But... The odds of that are low, and the odds of eleven pretty low usually. Um, you don't think it's a big deal? I think it's a big deal. Do I think it's big enough to change what you're doing to go for that?
0: Like not having the twelfth player, so you can have five fan factor.
1: Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's that big a deal. Okay. It could be. Uh, and you know, you play four games. One of them could happen that way. Sure. But I don't think it's enough to really go out of your way and change what you're doing. That being said, if you want to play to the theme of the tournament, you you absolutely do that. And it just depends on which way you want to go. Fair enough. Now, if if I have. That's where I
0: struggle. I don't know which way to go with this team I currently built because I thought I couldn't double up skills. And now you're just telling me I can. So this is subject (laughs) to change. This is a this is a tournament that if I had my painted goblin team, I would probably take them to this. Okay.
1: Or if I could stomach playing a halfling team, you can't do that. Honestly, if I had a painted halfling team, I might take them.
0: You don't have a painted halfling team anymore. Mm. Oh.
1: I gave that one that we had away at Oklahoma. Bowl. Oh, that's right, you did. So what are you taking? What's your build? I am taking my elves again. All right. Your tryout
0: uh, squad of boringness.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, so it's. L drill, two blitzers, both with dodge, two catchers, one with block, one with block and dodge, a thrower with leader, a bunch of linemen, one with fan favorite, I am taking it, and then one reroll. So it's pretty much as close to my World Cup build as I can get. Wow. And I would like to win more than one game to make me feel better going into the World Cup.
0: How many players you have um, is this only eleven again? I have twelve, okay, I have to have twelve because okay. of the star, and you got your rerolls right this time
1: mm-hmm sure do i it I have all
0: adds up correctly. you can't mess up.
1: I have everything right um I am missing out on ten thousand because I'm taking a double well, I'm <laughs> not taking a double. But the way that the tournament is set up, I'm taking seven singles. So, right. You just miss out on 10K. Yeah. Right.
0: Which I'm fine with. Sure. Um, okay. No fan factor? You're just going with the fan favorite? Just going
1: with fan favorite. Okay. No, I mean, it's. My, I'm just testing out the,
0: the tournament team. I mean, the World Cup team. So, okay. That's good. Yeah. Um,. I feel like I'm copying Tim Lyons, and I kind of am, but I'm not, because I've always wanted to do this. I just never have done it yet. Um, At 3 brawl, he played an orc team with goblins, and I've always wanted to do the same thing. You know, the trolls... Like four goblins, or...? I think he played three. I I could be wrong on that. I think he played three, but I've always wanted to play the blitzers, the blockers, goblins, and troll... Because that's the closest we can get to to the Green Destroyers team from Dungeon Bowl.
1: Okay. In Dungeon
0: Bowl, there was an all yeah. green team, and their main race was orcs. Their second race was goblins, and then their third race was the trolls. So mm-hmm. they were like two trolls, goblins, and orcs. Yeah. And I've always wanted to play that team. Are you taking Ripper? I am not taking Ripper. You get your two trolls in. I could, but I. Phew. <laughs> it's hard to get anything in as is. I mean As you're taking seven fan factor. Well, yeah, I could not take seven fan factor. But so i had... let's just go with what you got. Okay. Four blitzers, four blockers, four goblins, one troll, one orc blitzer has tackle, one has frenzy. Three of the black orc blockers have block, one has guard. The troll currently has leader. I have two rerolls, seven fan factor. A troll with leader. Well, that's weird. I originally had three rerolls, and only a fan factor of one. Yeah, no, I'm not. And then I've been the thinking, it, the troll had guard before. Yeah, but I was thinking like, well, I could sacrifice this for that, and then I'm thinking like, what if I did fan factor instead for leader? But it's interesting. I like it. I don't know. I don't know where to go with this,
1: and I struggle. So obviously this is the Green Destroyers team.
0: Oh, it's even named the Green Destroyers. Because back when I played, we started our league over and played some third edition after we played some Dungeon Bowl. Mm-hmm. We drafted teams, and of course we drafted existing teams sure. you know for the names and yeah. all that. And one of my teams was the Green Destroyers. And, okay. I, and I ran them like a Blood Bowl team you know, back then. So they were a mixed race green team or whatever. And so I wanted to capture that and... So that's what I did. This okay. is not my Oklahoma ginger badgers. This is the green destroyers. And that's why I wanted to really maximize the, the four goblins on it. I just think you should take two trolls. You think I should take two trolls? Ripper Ripper's troll. what, like, 300, right? Ripper's a lot. <laughs> he's, he's a lot. Thanks, bud. He, so fun. you're saying... He's really fun. <laughs> is he? Just drop a couple of bobs a down. A couple of rerolls and a couple of bobs yeah. and just have Ripper... And just go with eleven guys and just go with it. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's bad enough I have to play orcs. It's Ripper. I find the orcs like I don't hate them, but then you say once you play orcs at this tournament, and then I go, oh, I hate them.
1: Yeah. I think it's you and I are both on the same page. I think it's just because they came in the box set that they're the basic teams. We don't care. I don't care about humans. I don't care about
0: orcs. Mm-hmm. It's That's, sad. I mean, I can try to make them fun. Yeah. But I think also it's like their skill selection, you know, to feel like you're doing the right thing is pretty boring. Yeah. I'm going to take some block. I'm going to take some guard.
1: I'm done. Fair enough. So if, now that you know you can stack skills, what does that make you want to play?
0: So I'm still trying to complete the 48 or whatever you want to say. Sure. The 20, whatever. The 52 or whatever. Play every team twice. Yeah. I was going to originally play High Elves because Dustin Parsons painted my High Elves. And I thought, oh, this would be a great tournament to play them in. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, like, oh, I can't double stack skills. And to me, High Elves and Elf Union and even Wood Elves and even Dark Elves, your team lives and dies by the Blitzers. Yeah. And if I can't stack two skills on those high elf blitzers, then it's just, I got block and dodge, or I got block and tackle. Yeah. It's a lot different than having block, dodge, sidestep, or block, dodge, tackle, or yeah. something. So no, Just
1: block and dodge is p- pretty damn good. So therefore,
0: <laughs> I will probably <laughs> mess around tomorrow with some rosters of high elves, but it's not going to... It's not going to be like something totally different than that. I, I'm down to like six races, I think, that I have left to play to play everything twice. So I'm really trying to knock these off. But yeah. if I go with Orcs, I got to play them at some point, And I don't know when other time, <laughs> what other time I'll play them, anyways. So
1: yeah. I, yeah, I have an idea about maybe changing my team for Matador, but I'm probably not going to. What, what does it do? So let's go to the Chaos Cup. What are we going to play there?
0: Oh, you don't even want to talk about it. Well, it, it ties into what I'm <clears throat> playing at Chaos Cup. Oh, okay. Uh, Chaos Cup paid the other night, so I'm ready to go. Um, I decided that I'm going to replay the Bretonian team that I played last year. Nice. Um, I actually, it's been a year since I played that team, but I thought I did fairly well. I kind of enjoyed them. I played six games with them where I didn't like even question, like, oh, maybe I should have took this skill instead of this skill. So, mm-hmm. I'm just sticking to what I have there. I'm playing exactly the same roster as I Which did is I what? Uh, just run it so, down. So, it's four knights, uh, four yeomen, and then the rest are peasants. So, I have... I think the numbers are off here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 10. 11, one, two, 12, three, four, five, six, I seven, have 13 eight, characters. Nine, 13, 13 players. Okay. So that means five peasants. Four knights, four yeomen, five peasants. Um, for, and I have one reroll and one assistant coach. Um, I have, for one of the knights, I have Dodge and Leader. For one of the knights, I have Frenzy. For another night, I have sure hands. And then for the other night, I have dodge. So I have, you know, those are my equivalent of like blitzers because they all have block and dauntless. Right. And then I have two yeomen, and the yeomans all have wrestle. I say that because I forget sometimes what they have. Yeah. And two of those guys have guard. So that's my team. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to play with one re-roll, and I know I could probably drop some stuff and figure out figure it out to have two re-rolls but leader and re-roll if you really can stay focused yeah it makes you focus it kind of yeah almost forces you to yeah so that's my team that i i plan on taking up to chaos cup again give it a shot do i know do i think i'm gonna improve on the three wins two ties and a loss probably not but at the same time you know i was close in a lot of games yeah so, my. I think I had two ties. Maybe it was two losses. And current thought
1: whatever. on Chaos Cup, and okay. this might change if I change what I do at Matador. The
0: Eight Realm Skulltakers. Corn. <laughs> Corn? Corn. I thought of Corn. Corn's a, a race I need to play. I thought about them for a while. And when I thought
1: about it, because I'm like, I don't want to play
0: Elves at Chaos Cup. I need a break.
1: It's Chaos Cup.
0: But if I'm. Wow, you're going against it. If I'm going to fly
1: in. I don't know if I want to take my really nice painted (laughs) corn team.
0: You don't want to get off that plane, open up your box, and go, oh no. Yeah.
1: So that got me thinking. You can smuggle them in your butt. Well, this is one of the last two teams I need to play. The other one's Bretonians. Mm. I could take Bretonians to Matador. Or I could switch it, take Bretonians to Chaos Cup, because they're much smaller and easier to travel. And then I can take the, the Kaoran to Matador. But I haven't decided yet. I think this is what I'm going with. It all depends. Uh,
0: Have you paid for Um
1: So, no.
0: Um, I need to. Wow, I'm more paid than you. I know. I've even sent in the roster and everything. I
1: suck. Um, So, I'm going with a Bloodthirster, obviously. Two Heralds, four Demons, three Pit Fighters. Two re-rolls. The bloodthirster would have Pro and Mighty Blow. The two Heralds would have Block and Mighty Blow. And a Pit Fighter would have leader.
0: So you're just going to cause shit. Oh, I'm just going to cause shit.
1: Just You might need straight up cause no thinking. Just bash bash
0: bash. Okay. Maybe you need that. Maybe yeah. you should get this out of your way at Lubbock first. So you can refocus for Chaos Cup. I don't know. If you're going all the way to Chaos Cup for six games...
1: Yeah, but they're really pretty. I could show them off at Chaos Cup. That's true. They are a
0: nice-looking team.
1: I guess it depends on if you drive or you fly. Because if you drive, I can give them to you, and you can drive up there with them. Right. Um, If I fly, then...
0: I'm glad I'm going to be your pack mule.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That and all the weed... Come on,
0: well, well, of course, the weed. That's why we can't have room for all your teams. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess I could drive up with you and then fly back. Or, I don't know. You could. Or we're we going to put all that weed. That's true. Put it in your butt. Yeah, we already got it clothed to make it look like me.
0: <laughs> yeah. We have a weed doll. Weed Steve. <laughs> weed Steve. God, this is, is that in a movie no it needs to be in a movie it could be wow <laughs> we don't even smoke pot and this is a great premise for like just think week. how funny
1: we'd be if we did
0: we'd be pretty cool we would I'd probably be a lot more calmer about stuff yeah hmm I probably wouldn't overthink like these rosters either. <laughs> that <laughs> no, that was the beauty about the Chaos Cup is yeah. like, I'll just play Bretonians again. Yeah. I need to anyways. And um, I don't have to think because I was pretty happy with my roster last time.
1: And another thing, when you say you're taking Bretonians to Chaos Cup, I could just crib that and copy the exact same roster and take them and we could see how we do
0: against each other. Oh, that's true. So that'd be kind of neat too. That is kind of neat. Every now and then I like doing that stuff. Yeah. Except so we that, haven't done that in ages. Yeah. The exact same team. Yeah. So I don't know.
1: Hmm. I mean, you would think I would know. Since well, see,
0: my team, if you just use the same name, also has a boat down name. The Bastion Slayers. Oh, nice. I did that with my, I did that with my uh, corn team and my, my I could go with the big, with the, the biggest, the biggest dongus. The biggest dongus?
1: Yeah, biggest dongus.
0: B nah, i g g u s. I don't get this joke. Well, it's just B D. You no, know, I really thought about one point fluff-wise, like coming up with really cool fluff names that all were started with B and D, so we'd be both down. Yeah, everywhere we go. But then I thought that's lame and not as fun as the other stuff I've already created. So yeah. screw this. Makes sense. Um, cast cap though rules. Since we're talking Chaos Cup. Oh yeah. The. Cup is playing this year? So if you're not familiar, in the fluff, Chaos Cup used to be called the White Skull Challenge. White Skull Challenge Cup? White Skull Cup Challenge? Yeah, White Skull Cup Challenge. White Skull Cup Challenge. And in some of the little blurbs and stuff of Chaos Cup, there's been instances where the cup has come to life because it's its own magical thing. And it's played for teams and interfered in matches and stuff like that. So Jeffro has decided to use this as an opportunity for... We've had all the Chaos Gods. We've had, you know, like this year is sponsored by Vampires and Chaos dwarfs. So this is the year of the cup.
1: And we've always done round six. You get a couple of mutations to add to your team. Right. So this year we have the Chaos round again before round six. But after you know who you're playing you may award two mutations to your team, just like always. So the player has to be a lineman, blah, 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 as always. Mark it, as always. If your team's Chaos, Chaos Pack, Nurgle, Underworld, or Korn, you're an exception to the lineman only. You can award it to anybody. So that's pretty awesome. In addition, everyone will get a chance to play with the White Skull Cup as a player on their team. Other star player duplicates are forbidden, but the cup wants to play for everyone all at the same time. White skull, white skull cup stats are as follows: three, 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 ten. Loner, wild animal, no hands, foul appearance, disturbing presence, sprint, tentacles, and hypnogaze. Hmm. It's pretty cool. It's, it's something.
0: <laughs> uh, I hate it. You hate it. I. So I don't. Why do you hate it? It's okay if you hate it. There's is, a lot of things that we hate at tournaments. Yeah. And then we play and go, Oh, it's not so bad.
1: Well yeah. I would like this to be for everybody but the top table.
0: And oh, I that's see what my you're issue.
1: Saying. Because this it's really cool, but when everybody has it, is loner gonna matter? Yeah, whatever. Is wild animal? No, because it just means it's harder to move. Got it. No hands, it can't score. Great. Foul appearance. If I hit it, whatever. Sprint, whatever. Tentacles. It's got three strength. Not really a huge deal. Hypnogaze, gaze. That be- kind. Of, that kind of is a big mm-hmm. deal. The disturbing presence, though. That's a big deal. When there's two of those, that can really mess up a team because it it affects catches and handoffs and all that, and it's not. Technically,
0: I'm not saying I'm not saying I disagree with you. Just because, yeah. But in the top table, always add the mutations too. Yeah, it has been in the past. So yeah,
1: I get it. And also, it's just on your team. We don't have to play with it, so it can just sit there in the bench.
0: Yeah, it could. Yeah. I
1: don't know. And again, I don't hate it. I love the idea of putting it out there. I love going with the fluff.
0: Truthfully, what I would have done. And it's not up to me because I don't run Chaos Cup. Mm -hmm. I think this would have been more unique if we wouldn't have had the two mutations and just had the cup. Yeah. That's what I... Yeah. That's me, but it doesn't mean it's right.
1: But, again, I'm also the type of guy that I think that majors shouldn't have any funky rules at all, period. Every major should have all the same rules. And there should be no... You think all four of them should be the same and straightforward? All five or 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 however many. Yeah.
0: Right, we've talked about this before. You've you've said that consistently yeah. over the time. That way, you say that we—it's a, a major, Every a major. real sample size of like, yes, in this format, mm-hmm. undead is really powerful or whatever. Yeah. So, and
1: if that—I mean, if that hurts a team or two, whatever. That's just how the game goes. I—I I don't know. It's just me. I understand, but I think it's cool. We do get a model, so that's awesome. We do get a model. Do you know who's making the model? I think Tom is Impact.
0: Well, Impact's not going to be there this year.
1: Yep, I thought he made him.
0: Okay, he might have. Not I just don't, I just don't know. Okay,
1: yeah, Impact's not going to be there this year since he's going to World Cup apparently.
0: And um, since you're hearing this now, if you want both down stuff, you better contact Steve because there is a chance that he's flying, and there could be a chance that me and Jen fly.
1: Yeah. So I'm happy to bring stuff. I would to say
0: it. I'm more leaning towards driving. Yeah. Today, but there is a chance. Yeah. Because of work schedules and everything else. I mean, we, we'll and I, I also could just ship to the venue. It's not a big deal. Phil Boner, we're I'm I'm volunteering you that if we fly, that we ship stuff to you, <laughs> and you'd be the holder of the both down stuff. And for your good deeds, Steve will give you three nude hugs
1: uh only three only three okay now i can just ship into the venue they don't care
0: (laughs) oh to the hotel yeah
1: they do that all the time
0: the hotel thing is all kind of weird but i don't want to i want to wait till i'm there before i say how i feel yeah it's just different i think we got so used to the Palantine. oh absolutely we did yeah that we kind of got spoiled. Yeah, we, we had our
1: own routine that we wanted to do, and places we, we liked to go. We had our own routine. We, same Asian place all the time, same ice cream all the time. Well,
0: I knew where like, places were if I needed something. Yeah. <laughs> because I just got so used to that area. Yeah, we knew, I mean,
1: liquor stores, Walmart, were around mm-hmm. everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was just a different thing. So we'll see how it is this year. And, um, and
1: Jeffro, I'm not hating on the idea of playing with the cup. It's just, I've... I just don't like things that could harm teams, that changes their play style some. And that's what Disturbing Presence does. I
0: it don't know. It does. Is it any worse than Foul Appearance?
1: Well, Foul Appearance is only if you hit the thing. That's the true. The thing has three movement.
0: Steve's worried he's going to get to the finals with his <laughs> corn no. team, and he's going to have to make a crucial handoff, and that Disturbing Presence is going to...
1: Do you know... How amazingly, amazingly pissed off and ecstatic I'd be if that
0: happened! <laughs> All I had to do is walk it in. All I had to do is make one roll. He put his cup within two squares, and I roll a two.
1: I would be a insanely damn insanely pissed, but the fact that I got
0: second at Chaos Cup would just be insane. And what made it worse is like I With didn't corn. get that. And so my turn eight ended, and then his cup picked it up. Can't no hands. Oh, that's right, no hands. Never mind. So there's that. <laughs> his his cup ran into the tackle zone where the ball was, and it bounced out into the hands of somebody else who yep. picked it up on a six, <laughs> dodged away from my cup with tentacles, yep. and then threw a long bomb in the rim. <laughs> and I got beat one to nothing. By Brian too, once again. I would, I would
1: care, but I would also not care at all. <laughs> You'd finally I, get a trophy. At I Chaos have not Cup. gotten any trophy at all. <laughs> I don't. I haven't got a, a legacy team. Even everyone who goes with us gets
0: one. If you, uh if you haven't signed up for Chaos Cup, sign up now. There's still some time. It has an awesome coin. Yeah, which I'm. I don't do anything with these coins, but since Johnny started the coins, I want all the coins for Chaos Cup. Isn't that weird? We should do a coin for Oklahoma Bowl 10. Well, we did a coin before. Yeah. Didn't we do it for five? Was it was it really that long ago? I think so, yeah. Wow. Our coin's pretty badass, too. The coin's awesome. Oh. They're so expensive to do. They're really expensive to do.
1: But they are awesome, and they serve no purpose. No,
0: the idea is, is obviously like you do a coin coin flip, flip, yeah. but then nobody wants to do it because if you're clumsy and you can't catch that thing and it hits one of your miniatures and chips them or breaks them.
1: If I take my quarantine
0: (laughs) and someone (laughs)
1: smashes a coin on top of my, my, uh, big guy,
0: Uh I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to start doing it. I'll I'll go outside. That's
1: why our kickoff die is so awesome.
0: It sure is. It It is a, one of the greatest inventions ever.
1: And yet, no one knows about it. No one uses
0: it. I don't understand that.
1: People set in their ways. That's okay. It'll uh, it'll take the world by storm eventually.
0: Uh, maybe. If not, it's still unique for us. So. I mean, we, we other- get copied everywhere else. Might as well get copied by that. <laughs> Any other thoughts to this Lubbock tournament or Chaos Cup? Just looking forward to getting away. It's going to be fun. I am too, but I just real, you know, recently I just looked up like how far Lubbock is and it's not like, <laughs> it, I knew it was farther than that going to Dallas, which yeah. is a three hour trip. And so I'm thinking four hours and then no. it's like, no, it's really like six hours. So this is the equivalent of going to Austin, yep. Texas, but it's Lubbock. Yeah. So. And
1: no, no offense to Lubbock, but you're not Austin. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been to Lubbock, so I'm kind of excited. I've never really, as an adult, gone that direction.
0: Right. Well, we're g- I, me neither. Yeah. I mean, I know I've gone through Amarillo, but I haven't gone straight out to Amarillo and then straight south.
1: I do know that we can get to Amarillo by morning, at least according to
0: Johnny Millsap. Oh, uh, is that right? Or is it Eddie Rabbit? The only thing I'm I going to suggest to the people in Lubbock now... Mm-hmm. Before we ever get there is their tournament is set up where we play one game. <laughs> we have lunch, then we play three games. I knew you were going to mention that. That is going to feel like hell. Yeah. I'd rather have a late lunch at 3 o'clock and come back and play two games than... Yeah, but it's not even that late. Well, but, but yes, it, it feels get, better two by, two by two. Yeah. This is like work. I mean, if you're losing, the last thing you want to do is... I guess if you're losing, you're only... You've only lost one game when you come back to play three, but still. Yeah. Could yeah. potentially be feel like a long night.
1: Speaking of a long night, are we ready to wrap this up and go to shout-outs?
0: Let's do it, buddy.
1: It's time for shout-outs. That's not bad. Shout-outs. Shoutouts presented by, shouting out, shouting out. I don't know. So we want to start with the contest winner. Yes, uh, we did have people send in submissions of their fluff for their teams and what they loved, and
0: yeah, they weren't they weren't terrible.
1: No, Scott was pretty much just on his own. So uh, account yeah, if to, you want
0: to blame anybody, yeah, you can blame me.
1: It's all his choice.
0: Um, I'm going to, as long as I remember. Post this on the show notes at bothdown.com and uh, have a link to this file. Um, The winner of the contest is John Homer. He sent in a team called the Grimwood Gravediggers. Grimwood is a location kind of in the Sylvania area. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a Grimwood forest and all this stuff. I even have a team on Fumble that was called Grimwood. And I can't remember the mascot, but whatever um it was a necromantic team so yeah I, I kind of feel you um he used um nfl numbers which was kind of interesting you know which is something you like to do i do but i don't like i i'd like to do it more but really the way to do it blood bowl wise is you've fallen 16. out of the habit but right. yeah
1: you would prefer to
0: I, I will do it again, because those little Slater numbers are expensive, and <laughs> you got to use all your numbers sometimes.
1: I've got five sevens. I might as well figure out something to do with them.
0: <laughs> right. And when you have a team like the black Blackhearts that have, <laughs> you know, 58 to 70 miniatures for one team, you yeah. got to do something. Um, the Grimwood Grave Diggers, just to sum up, they're a bunch of grave digging humans who, what better way to, you know entice people to die so you can dig up and take cash in you know like things that they're buried with or sell their parts or whatever yeah then to play some blood bowl and do it the old-fashioned way work hard for them (laughs) Uh, it's just a human team he he made a nice presentation. his presentation's really good yeah it basically looks like a page out of the old rule book second edition john probably knew like this would really get scott there's a few names that like maybe I wouldn't have kept, but they're all named. They're all unique names. They're very blood bully. He even did the number, the name, the position. And, and like, if you're familiar with the second uh, edition star players, like the rosters in this star player book, they even have the experience. So some players are star player, rookie, veteran. Yeah. Experience. And uh, I thought that was very neat. And uh, hats off to John on this team. So we will shirts post this. Shirts off to John. Shirts off to John. Or shirts on to John. So John, if you're listening, which you must because no. we're amazing. Oh, it's John. We're I mean, not. We're not like drunk hobbits or anything. So uh, you know, no bells whistles here. Just pure. Oh God. N- <laughs> I, I want to call him
1: the ha- the half dozen ha- the half drunk half.
0: Halflings, <laughs> half dozen. <laughs> there is a bunch of them. Um, anyways, John, send Steve your um, address, and when he gets some time, he'll send that out to sure. you. And if you want to put in an order while you're doing it, you know you already got some <laughs> free shipping, so there you go. Scott, shilling stuff. There you go.
1: I uh, wanted to give a shout out to Thomas Loin of the Dragon Bowl League. He was nice enough. I, uh, I sent him uh, a ape figure. And he was nice enough to send us some pints and dice and scatter templates from his league.
0: I love my pint. It's so cool. I took it home, washed it, and then I put it in the trophy case. And then I thought, no, I like this. And so tonight, I had Dr. Pepper in it.
1: Nice. Yeah. I feel bad that we don't have our own sty- or our own pints that we made.
0: Well, your brother made some awesome pints back in the day.
1: And we thought we could get it whenever we wanted and, and never then, did.
0: And Drew bought one. And every time we go to Drew's house, I drink out of the both down cup. <laughs> As <laughs> you should. We ought to actually look into that. Yeah. Because I think those are kind of cool. Especially like the ones your brother did. They were yeah. real heavy, heavy and they had a nice feel to them. It is a really kind of cool.
1: They're a pain in the butt to ship. That's
0: that's the big deal. Yeah. It? Um,
1: it's not too bad. I mean, I, I can do it. Just got to put padding in. So...
0: Still, I mean, that might be not cost prohibitive. Some people might go sure. like, I don't know if I want to pay $25 for a glass yeah, or something like that. But We can figure it out. It is something to do. I know some of the other like board gaming podcasts do those. Yeah. And I, I occasionally will buy one from them just because I think it's kind of neat.
1: Well, maybe we'll do something for episode 100 along
0: those lines. Oh. It's getting close. Well, you're not going to have a job soon. So I'm worried about all the... Uh, I better have a job soon. I'm worried about, like, all the cool stuff that we normally get. Like, <laughs> oh. if Steve doesn't have a job, I'm going to have to, like, get him a job at Waterburger or something. Um, so he can, uh... I know.
1: better be getting a job at your place. Otherwise, I'm in a lot of trouble.
0: Well, that's up between you and, I know. and the recruiter.
1: HR's working on it. They said it should be no issue, so...
0: Nice. Uh, any other shout-outs, bud?
1: Yeah. Uh, we got Johan Mata. He sent us a giant fluff email. He messaged us on on facebook and like do you guys want me to send a giant fluff email and we said of course it's like uh hell yeah go ahead well it's really long i didn't know if you guys would care i've already written it i'm like yeah dude come on He's like, well you know i don't have anyone to talk to about it really i'm like that's why we're here you know we like to hear about stuff if you enjoy the game and you want to share your fluff do so
0: of yeah. course I you mean- should
1: always enjoy what you're doing for sure yeah and we have not gotten a chance to read it because it's really long i know that's why i was kind of (laughs) like
0: i saw the length of it and i was like oh i can't do this right now like
1: okay well i'll put that off until i have some free time
0: (laughs) no i i like the fluff stuff um yeah remember the gentleman that sent the big like booklet full of stuff oh yeah multiple seasons i've been reading some of that stuff i mean it's taken a while but i've been reading that at home i I kept it. Yeah. I'm not going to get rid of it because it's it's really cool to see people pour their heart into their leagues. And um, I suggest this to everybody. You know, I, I, today somebody posted on Facebook, I, I dusted this off. I can't wait to play it. And it was a Dungeon Bowl mm-hmm. box. And clear as day, and I might have said this in the past, but I don't remember saying this. The clearest day on the box, there's this little circle, and it says a 3D, I think it says 3D role-playing game.
1: Okay. Sounds right.
0: And it just is like, yeah, even back then, you know, it wasn't crazy of me of thinking of this as a role-playing game. Yeah, absolutely. And if you struggle or if you're getting burnt out, maybe you just need to do something, inject something into it to make you care more. Stop min-maxing.
1: Stop worrying about the dice rolls. Just let it go.
0: Make a story. Mm -hmm. I mean, every. I know that's hard sometimes, especially if you're in a league where it's, you know, it's win, it's cut this guy no matter what because it's efficient. Um, You know, you don't carry more halflings than you need because you need all the inducements for when you play. If you don't like that, don't do it. I mean, when, this is when you need random skills. <laughs> this is when you need random skills, Steve. I'm, it's a lot I'm, of fun. Oh, if they could do that and play test that with the current rule set, if they mm-hmm. could come up with something better than what we got, yeah, I'd love to hear. It. It'd be interesting. It really would be nice, but I don't know. I feel bad for some people. Sometimes you hear them, and Blood Bowl is a frustrating game. Yeah, absolutely. So that's another reason, more than anything, to encourage something you really love about your team whether it's playing oh I get to play the Green Destroyers from Dungeon Bowl or whatever
1: or if you just have a piece that you absolutely hate like your Crocs of shit or my Furter,
0: you know (sighs) they were horrible every time (laughs) are we telling people to keep playing with them because they were horrible well you do you and whatever but (laughs) your guy was so bad your guy might have been worse than my Crocs of course
1: (laughs) well and then Bobo uh, you know my two Wolf runners. I had one amazing Orferner, Yogi, and then I had Bobo, who was just falling over himself every chance he got.
0: Yeah, that was kind of his theme.
1: Like, I would refuse. I'm like, I'm not blitzing with him. He's just going to get both down. Yeah. And it would come to a point where I had to blitz with him, and then then he'd roll
0: both down. I'm like, why? Yeah. This makes no sense. We're going to give a shout out to our buddy, Rob Ross. He enjoys the podcast, at least that's what he claims, and has been recommending this to his friends. Why doesn't everybody recommend this to their friends?
1: Everybody should. And you should go on Facebook and like us so we can get to 1,000 likes. We're at 931, I think. 931? That's pretty amazing. We have more followers than likes, which I don't know how Facebook does that, but whatever.
0: Okay, I thought those were... I don't know either. I'm not even going to begin to understand. Yeah, it's Facebook. Who knows? Can you believe, like... We were probably excited at one point to get, like, 31 likes and then, like, (laughs) 93 likes and now we got 931 likes.
1: I mean, it's awesome. And, like, on Facebook, you know, not Facebook, on Twitter, it's great to see all the people we have there because we don't do, like, some people where they follow 70,000 people and they get 1,000 people to follow them. Right. But, you know, you could easily go to Fiverr and spend 5 bucks and get free followers can you? Oh yeah. Oh man,
0: I should do that. I mean, Start an Instagram account and be like a superstar.
1: Yeah, that doesn't. It kind of works that way, but to, it it's it's sad. There are some Instagram accounts that I've seen. Really? That I guess apparently they get have like millions of followers or whatever. Uh-huh. And the gal tried to sell a T-shirt and sold like two of them. Oh. Uh, like, okay. There, there's just no.
0: Just, interaction i'm following you because you're yeah. following me and then i'm gonna ignore you or or you're just or hot whatever. and
1: i'm just yeah something but, like that
0: gotcha well it's funny because every now and then at work somebody will sit by me that's new and they'll, hey i'm sky we gotta work together so I'm, we might as well be nice you know mm-hmm. and i was sitting with this uh lady the other night and she's like oh, i've never worked with you before and then like she just she could not believe like what what do you do you know because the the podcast and everything got mentioned and then it turned into like this i don't know what the hell you do but this sounds really cool that you do a podcast you know like for this long yeah and and all this stuff and you have friends in other countries and people listen to you around the world and i mean like her response made me feel like it was one of those days where i was like oh maybe i am kind of cool you know no, not really. But no, but still. like Sort of, yeah. It's it's just kind of neat to, to oh, think about the reach of everything. Yeah, we don't really... Like, sometimes you forget until yeah. you start to talk about it, and whether people really like us or not, or if they just use us because we're noise in the car as they drive to work. That's fine. It's still kind of neat.
1: Absolutely, it is. So, And we thank all of you for listening. Of course. And then, finally, I have Matthew Pinnell, who was nice enough he wanted the tracker that i mentioned last time so i sent it to him and he pissed me off because he sent it back and it was much better oh. he, he cleaned it all up and it just flowed a lot better and i'm like damn it this, <laughs> this, he's like what i'm like this is much better this makes me feel bad <laughs> that's okay no it, it's good it's Let's nice to have work. it is so, it's a much better version. and uh, Are we
0: going to try to do those at Chaos Cup in Lubbock, if we should sure. remember? yeah, okay. I can print off some, and we can try it out. Sounds great. I like them. Um, I guess the final, like, I don't know when this is going to get posted, but it's not going to be long. So, if you hear this in the first couple of days when this gets posted, um, we still have a couple of copies of Death Path. If anybody's interested out in Lubbock... Or maybe up in Chaos Cup if you want a copy of it. Um, my store has a few copies remaining cool. that we can get and sell to you. Um, I believe it's thirty dollars for a copy. Uh, I don't know what the retail really is. Right. Um, it's either thirty or thirty-five. But get get with us, and I can get you that. It also comes with a free character pack. And if you're not familiar with Death Path, it's the game I was. Uh, you did the art on i did the art on that was yeah. contracted to do the art on it's a game by the guys from Zerpcast studios um so get a hold of us if that's what you want to do sure um if you're in lubbock let us know really quick because we can hand deliver it to you and stuff yeah. so
1: and chaos cup you got some time but.
0: sure um i think that was the last shout out that's all i got thoughts i had about that so yeah. what are you, you ready for Lizardman? Oh, for the next one? Uh huh.
1: Yeah, we didn't talk about that at all, did we?
0: No, I just remembered that. Yeah.
1: I mean what, they'll be out next month? Who knows? I doubt they it.
0: They might. What do you think?
1: I I'm fine with them. Okay. I think they look nice. They're lizards, I always like I like every lizard man team. There's not been one I disliked. I don't buy into the fact that there's a new positional. No.
0: You still don't buy that? No. You just think there's an extra model? Yeah. That's different? Yeah. I think we might see a new positional.
1: Maybe, but I don't think so. They haven't given any positionals to any other anything else but stunty teams. And even in the email, it mentions Saurus and Skinks. Okay. It didn't mention Chameleons or anything. And it was called a Chameleon Skink. So, I don't
0: see it being a position. We'll find out one way or the other. And you really hate the team name that they gave for the box set. <sighs> It's
1: growing on you, isn't it? Yes. The guacamole crater,
0: whatever. Here's the deal
1: Guacamole. It's the
0: guacamole crater gators. And at first, when I first saw you do that and you posted, I was thinking, ugh. And then I was like, wait a second. Very much so, a little like asteroid of like warpstone or something could have hit Lustria created this crater and like the good or bad radiation could have just spawned like this healthy growth of vegetation in this area maybe really large guacamoles and that's why it's called the guacamole crater
1: guacamole is not a plant it's made out of avocados
0: it's a created dish okay well, i'm sorry so i should say it's the avocado plant grows it, no no i don't know
1: why i'm the one sticking on the guns on this
0: but it's a horrible name well they're going for a funny rhyme but it's not actually terrible what rhyme crater gator okay you don't need guacamole for that i'm just saying they spelled it in a different way called the Krakatoom crater gators I'm saying I don't hate it. If you told me you hate it, I totally get it. You know what I thought, though? How do you not hate it? I don't get this. This is the truth. When they put that on the set and you said, like, oh, this name's terrible, the first thing that popped into my mind was, why the hell didn't they use the New Cats of Saints?
1: <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. It's
0: in the lore. And then I thought, no, it's not in the lore. It's in your lore, Scott. You've played with that Lizard Man team. You've created so much fluff for them. Mm-hmm. It's... The the old city that was ransacked by the Skaven, and now it's ro- Rosen back up, and the players dust themselves with the ashes of the dead, and all this stuff, I created so much fluff in my head, I was convinced that the New Kets of Saints was a real thing. It should be. <laughs> now, one thing, though, is I don't think there's a whole
1: lot of fluff for the Lizardman teams, really. There's really not that I know of. So, that is part of the problem. They had to come up with something new. The guacamole... It's horrible.
0: It's going to be interesting to see the Spike magazine where they come up with like five to six famous teams. Yeah.
1: And I get it. There's a lot of puns. There's, you know, Kermit or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. But this wasn't even close to being disguised. I mean, kind of was. But you sound it out and it's guacamole. Yes. Bite me. And I don't understand why you don't hate this. It kills me.
0: Because I think of this crater that grew all this Site vegetation. B,
1: Sorai. Site four Sorai, excuse me, makes sense. No. Guacamole no. crater, you're okay with.
0: A lot better, yeah.
1: No, no. <laughs> We're not gonna make it to another episode. We're done.
0: We're not gonna make it to episode one hundred because we can't agree on anything. Guacamole. I I I know, but it's possible. Anything's possible. Not sot for Sorai. That's terrible. Oh God. All right. Well, okay. We're, we're done. We're you're, you're making my butthole sore, Steve. I no.
1: We're not forcing that in. You're gonna f- Nope. <laughs> it's gonna be fire. Nope. <laughs> not forcing that in.
0: All right. We'll see you guys later. <sighs> Listen
1: at the end to hear what Scott wanted to force into the podcast.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be on fire.
1: Okay. Bye. You can follow both down on Twitter at bothdown. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, fatfinley f a t f i n l e y and Steve at kilowog two eight one four. If you want to know if your team name is both down approved. Send a tweet to at BD Approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown.
3: God's going to put a cancer in the butthole. God's going to put a cancer in the butthole of every sodomite. Every sodomite's butthole will get cancer in the butthole. It'll burn and burn and burn. They won't be able to sit down because of the burning in their butthole. He can't sit down. He's got a burning in his butthole. He's got a fire. He's got a flame coming out of his butthole. God's going to have a flame coming out of your butthole. You're going to have a flame coming out of your butthole. If you thought that AIDS was bad, you ain't seen nothing yet until you see the flaming butthole your butthole will be flaming and you will not be able to sit down until you have a flame coming out of your butthole and there'll be people walking around all over america with flames coming out of their butthole and everyone who takes it up the rear everyone who has a penis injected in his butthole when that penis comes out the flame will start burning because ain't nobody gonna stick no penis in that flame that flame will be an eternal flame coming out of the butthole of every sodomite. Flame coming out of the butthole, flame coming out of your butt. That man pulls that penis out of you, a flame is going to come out, and nobody will ever stick a penis in your butthole again because it will be on fire. You ain't seen nothing till you see the flame coming out of T.D. Jake's butt. I'm a lightning bug, got a flame coming out of his butt and all flames shooting out of their behinds you're gonna see the power of God flame of fire is gonna come out their butthole